one of those things they do when people start sentences like, as a mother, it's like, I think 9-11 was bad. Speaking as a mother. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, I think we all thought 9-11 was bad. No, no, no. As a mother, I think 9-11 was bad. It's like, yeah, again, sure. No one's on the other side of this. To the Only Concrete Podcast, guys, again, Yay. as is now a yearly tradition. So yes. can't you stop will, being friends online because you, you have to come back for Christmas every year. Yes. You're not going to be the first one this year, though. Oh, yeah. Usually, the one with mine is like the first one in the year, but there's another one which I've got in the bank, so okay. I'm just, just slide it to late January. You've been banking them. Been banking them. Been banking the bank. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Haven't had a mental breakdown banking them? No. Yeah. No. Been listening to the Andy Donner podcast right. loads over like October, November, and <clears throat> they've been banking them, and they've been doing so many at once that they just started to have small mental breakdowns while recording the podcast because no. all their episodes are then riffing for thirty minutes, and it's kind of they'll come up with a subject and just go for it for thirty minutes of recording and then cut it off and that's an episode. Yeah, but because they've been banking them and they've just been intensely trying to be funny for like these 30, 40 minutes at a time and they're trying to do like 12 or 15 in a row or something stupid yeah some of them have been a bit all over the place and you can literally hear them cracking as the day goes by now you can tell when I've not been paying attention it's because when you watch the YouTube version the episode number doesn't match the episode number which is actually out it's because I've edited it like previously and then I can't be asked to go back and change that one number in the video file. sounds like hard work yeah it's a lot of hard work mm-hmm. I might have right, yeah, yeah. when you bank yeah, him when you bank him especially obviously okay. yeah. you just knock it yeah I'm just just put him in just rolling out just banking him but it's been a year since we, since we last sat down yeah what did we talk about last time oh it was like content. why social media was bad <laughs> it was essentially how it was came it, out was it content it was content it was content but we ended up riffing on like TikTok for about half an hour which is, which is now massive it's way so bigger. I saw a David Beckham we were doing something on TikTok yeah. the other day. He's partnering TikTok with tar- Charity. Is that right? Something like that. I'm fairly certain we said in that thing that it would die out. I think Martin said that. <laughs> Let's rewind. No, you don't need to. I didn't say, 2018. I didn't say it would die out by the time of this year. I said it won't last. It's not going to be a long term like a Twitter. It's not going to be a long term like a, like a Facebook or an Instagram. It's going to be a Vine. It's going to be a tout. Or a periscope, or a, one of those. Periscope. Exactly. What well, is periscope? periscope? Exactly. And that was a thing for a while. That was go live, and that was it. So it was like Instagram Live right. or Facebook Live, but the app. I do think Instagram TV is going to go. IGTV. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't just see a bit. Anything much it's kind of just nothing. Yeah. It's, it's like just... an extra thing you can do. And they just introduce like emojis to Facebook or something like that. Where you can do your face, so basically it's like the Wii Fit creator. Yes, I think it's not Facebook. It's not yeah, yes. some terrible. Stuff. Yeah, no, like uh, TikTok will touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> um, it's not wood; that's plastic. Uh, yeah, that'll that'll go the way of Vine or whatever. It's just a mess. So then we talked about content. Yeah. We decided what was content and what wasn't content. I don't think there's been anything particularly new on that front. Again, TikTok is not content, so. (laughs) We're not getting back into this. (laughs) So we need to know. But there's nothing which has risen up and been like, oh, this is a new app which is taking something completely different or like a new media platform compared to where we were last year. No, I don't think so. Like everything's just continued to grow. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I can't think of any massive. Not that I'm particularly well plugged in, especially into social media and communications apps and things like that. No, no, no. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. There's a few things that are on the fringe, but there's nothing major. If anything, there's been more of a you know a backlash, a re a back roll. People are sort of clocking on more to how social media can actually be quite intrusive and. 
Yeah, yeah. I assume did we have all the Cambridge Analytica stuff before I think the last episode? It was before the last episode, wasn't Just. it? Just. It was definitely before, but we didn't. Yeah. I don't think we talked about it. And you know, you go on, it was all the dates, all the dates oh, yeah, that, was the stuff. Ele- that was the election, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. US election. Was it? It was, it was all no, post. Just, no, post, yeah. yeah. It was like 2017, just got out of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 We're miles away from that. Yeah. Elections have come and gone. Decisions have been making. You know, we're rolling into 2020, new start. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's just move on to our topic for this year then. Oliver? Um, <laughs> well, we decided and forgot about. Well, I forgot that we decided that we were going to do the best and worst of 2019. Okay, so we're going to take a look at 2019. I think, uh, yeah, if we just do a, an each do a best and a worst and a. Okay. Maybe, maybe a wild card or something. When we spoke like about it, the idea was like. You pick your best thing and your worst thing, right? And you can throw a wild card in there if you want to do an honourable mention. So yeah. is, this, is this like? I suppose that we got nine things to talk about that we can spend as little or as long as you like on. Yeah. I guess is this like best thing for you personally, or just best thing in the world? I mean, I can, be, I can be. I can forgot to think about it, so mine's going to have a huge amount of recency bias. Okay, I mean that's fair. So yeah. It had to happen in December for you. Yes, <laughs> but I did. I did have a lot to choose from, but you know. Well, I, I know what my least favorite thing from 2019 is, but I don't know what my most favorite thing from 2019 is. Because mm, no. these kinds of things usually, and I mean, like Facebook did that thing where it comes along and says, "Oh, here's your year in review," mm-hmm. and literally everything it chose for me happened in the last three months. Mm-hmm. And I had to scroll back to see what I'd done in January to be like, "Oh yeah, that that was actually." This. Is that is that you panicking there that you're gonna have nothing in your? Facebook year in review, so you started putting things on there like, oh crap, no. it's July. This well, what am I going to do about my Facebook thing, year in review? The this is nothing in it, I've done nothing. Like, the things it shows were just like non things as well, like real between the lines moments. How do you reckon it chooses that then? I feel like it chooses those specifically. <laughs> I feel do like more goes, stuff, be better. How Look more at the fun. things which you did, Give us more content. which made you a media whore, and now don't do that because these are the bits we looked at, and these are the bits which our analytics picked up, so mm. you should do more of that stuff. Which is more personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it just based on likes? Surely. I don't know, because it didn't pick things which were most liked. Yeah, I don't think it would do that either. That was my initial reaction. Then then, um, Graham said that, and I was like, hmm. Could be. Maybe it's more to do with the Instagram best of nine thing. Yeah. Which is based off likes. Yeah, your best nine on Instagram. But Instagram recently changed that thing with likes. And when you view a post, you don't see the number of likes. You don't see likes anymore. It just says, and others. So you have to open it up to see how many likes, so people aren't so focused on that number. Interesting. Which is a really nice move. Yeah, wow. Like you now just see liked by, and then that's if that's someone you know. Yeah. And then others. And others. You, can, you can go on and count. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They trialed it in Canada. I mean, like this one, liked by thousands of people, and it's kind of like they trialed. It. I think Canada was it that they trialed it. I don't and know. Then, I feel like Canada's the wrong place to try something. They're really easy going on everything. Yeah, that was like okay. Yeah. Well, it, it went really well in that trial. Yeah, but in Canada. Is that going to try the, an attempt to make it more about yourself rather than something that's going to please other people? Yeah, it's, it's that kind of... Um, Mental health. You're not panicking about your likes and the way your likes look to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can, you can see people's reaction to things and the amount of likes you've got uh, just to check how successful your content was, but other people can't see the likes at a glance gotcha and judge the content they can't scroll and judge you yeah basically yeah. it's not yeah it's not the old scroll and judge yeah yeah fair enough I'm no longer on Instagram because that's all I'm on there oh, that's, that's, scroll that's and probably a positive I wonder how many will follow suit don't know mm. not sure mm. I think it's uh, I, I'm, I'm in two minds about it I mean it's not a bad thing and you can still check your likes if you want to it's fine it still tells you who likes it mm-hmm. it's just yeah but then again I don't I don't know if it's a good thing, but then I don't think like a bullying 14-year-old girl would think. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Alright, do we want to start with negatives or do we want to start with positives? Do we want to end this on a high or a low? Well, there's three of us, so I guess we could go positive, negative, positive, negative, positive, negative, positive. And I feel like we could just bring down the middle of the podcast so anyone listening is like, this year has been terrible. <laughs> and then really raise it up at the end. Of oh, okay, there's okay. three good things which came oh, out okay. this year, which is pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what my good thing is, so I'm just going to think, think, yeah. yeah. well, think, yeah. Well, I'm going to say, Marcy, you go first. I'm picking the same thing I'm going to pick. Sure. What was the worst thing about 2019? The election. Fuck. 
Just the election? The, the, the UK election. Okay. Um, Brexit, the political discourse in the country. Like, not even the result. Whatever. Whatever. Like, right. it's... We have, we have basically a two-party system and... Uh, and not to be cliche, but they're both as frustrating as each other. And you say they're both as bad as each other, all do the same things. Like they're not; they're obviously different, but like they're both as frustrating as each other are. Um, and like, yeah, I voted the other way to which it came out. You can just say what you voted for. Yeah, I mean, I voted Labour. Uh, um, like, I voted Labour, can... um, <laughs> and obviously the Tories won. Um, not that. I mean, yes, yeah, annoying. Yeah. Obviously didn't win, yeah, but it is what it is. A vote's a vote, and you deal with it. But it was just everything surrounding it mm-hmm. was incredibly frustrating to watch. And it's just that you know, we spoke about it what two years ago when I first did the podcast with you. Yeah, we people have been partisan for everything. Mm-hmm. And if you're Labour, you you're in this bubble. If you're Tory, you're in this bubble. And it's kind of it's yeah. I mean, my Facebook was full of. Isn't Jeremy Corbyn the greatest man that ever lived? Like the greatest man that ever lived. Is that actually what they're saying? Or well, it's not. I mean, it's not quite that, but it's just like there's nothing negative about the dude. See, nothing negative. I, I found my Facebook during that entire period was full of Labour supporters, but being real toxic about shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was to another level of like people who seem to have no soft management skills in their entire body because they go on and go, "You're basically Hitler if you're voting for anything but Labour." You're like. Well, then someone who doesn't want to vote Labour is probably still going to vote that way. Then. Is, it, is it Unite? Is that the Labour youth arm? Oh, potentially. I don't know. Um, Let's say it is. Someone can question Google that. I think, <laughs> I think it's Unite, and I have two friends who are members of the Labour Party, card-carrying members, and they think that this... I'm going to say Unite for now until Mars corrects me. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. It's like a, something within the party and they are basically zealots. Right. And they're kind of the pro Corbyn, pro Labour, paint paint the country red, you mm. know, our policies, best policies. You Unite know. the Union, it's like Is it Unite? The, there is Unite the Union, which is the uh, Labour Party, a subsection of the Labour Party. That might be it then. Um I'm obviously painting a painting a pretty big brush with zealots, but they are the people, kind of kind of people who will not listen to the opposition or mm-hmm. anything that discounts their opinion. Mm-hmm. And you get those in anywhere, yeah, any actually, political, yeah. any political ideology. So maybe that's just what you were seeing. Uh, I think maybe the, a lot of times, like people who shout the loudest, can sometimes be the people with the worst opinion or the least informed. There was a lot of that, and there was a lot of kind of like how thick do you have to be to vote Tory kind of like discourse going out there and but there was also a lot of propaganda and propaganda is probably the wrong word because I don't think any of it was lies I don't think any of it was particularly negative in the grand scheme of things even for the other side of it the party like even like even for someone on the other side looking at it and going not going heavily negative with it, but there was just a lot of, like, flyers. Of, like, here's five really positive talking points about the Labour Party. That's all they do. They don't mm. do anything else. These are the five points you care about. They're going to wipe out student debt, and they give you free internet, they're going to raise minimum wage, and it's like, okay, cool, here's my, your five big talking points, and it's kind of plaster, 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 all with that. And then it was kind of, there was no discussion around it, because anyone that disagreed with us, like, yeah, Corbyn, not voting for him, because he's terrible, absolutely terrible, just a terrible guy, terrible guy, terrorist sympathiser, terrible guy. And it's just like, okay, well, you, you're not, no one's attacking policy, no one's going, well, actually, no, I don't think this is physically, fiscally possible, uh, the thing that they're proposing here, not even the five things you've got here, have you heard their plan for, um, you know, this? And there, there was no discourse, it was just shouting. It was a month of shouting. But Some even leading up to it, when we, we we knew we were going to end up with an election in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the fall, I was still not getting Brexit done. I remember, like, literally sat last February when it was kind of like deadlines looming, yeah, and we're like, still not got it. Yeah, okay, well, May's, May's failed again. May's, well, May's, May's May's been chucked out again. That's the wonderful thing about this podcast is I started doing this basically the start of the discussion of the election of Theresa May. 
That was like the first one. There's me and Jack, and we sat down, and we were like, we're not going to discuss the election. That's the only thing we're not going to discuss. And this has been going for like three years. Like, it's just been a long road. Mm-hmm. The worst thing about 2019. It's just a discussion. It was going to be my pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can expand on it. Um, it's all been said. Because if, <laughs> if it is the worst thing about 2019, then yeah, surely. <coughs> I mean, they, obviously, yeah, again, like I said, recency bias. I can't think of anything worse that I can think about that happened. But um, yeah, it was it was a gut punch. I think when I saw the exit polls, I didn't believe it. I, not in the kind of, I'm ignoring that, I'm ignoring that I've seen that information, I'm not, and therefore I'm going to process it mm-hmm. and not internalise it and agree. And, and I just didn't believe it. I flat out was like, that's wrong. Yeah. I, I was predicting a Tory victory with a small margin, then there would still be dissenting Tories within the party and they still wouldn't be able to govern properly and there'd still be. Like a Hong Parliament situation. Not even a Hong Parliament. They'd still have a majority, but they would be able. They would not be able to push their right. legislation because they wouldn't be able to get the votes because there would be MPs within the party who didn't agree with the government yeah. or with Boris Johnson and the cabinet and what have you. But yeah, the national numbers came out, and I watched about three hours of the actual election. I got home from work, and I was, it was just yeah. devastating. It was so deflating. Yeah. Really, deflating was what we used at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We sat there the next day and was going, "Oh, it's deflating." Yeah. Just deflating. So yeah, it was it was very disappointing because I did have this when I woke up. I had this I had this feeling that there might be some change, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't after the election. And say Labour Party had been elected, and then they were having the same dialogue about Brexit. At least it'd be someone else doing most of the talking. Just some change yeah. would have been good. I, it would have been change in my opinion for the better. But obviously, yeah. the electorate yeah. thought differently. Like, the one takeaway I've taken from this, because, like, a lot of people I spoke to have seemed really deflated about it, sort of thing, whereas my view with anything is very much, if someone threatens you for a long enough time, you let them hit you, because then you can recover after you've been hit. So with the election, I was very much along the lines of, if this happens and it goes worse, that instigates change in a more volatile manner. Whereas for a while, we've been trying to get change in a more, more subtle manner, whereas this, this goes, it's going to get so bad things, that it, things will change. Things have changed. They've just changed drastically in the wrong direction yeah. in that now the Tory party has a ridiculous majority in in the House and they can now just do whatever they want. You've got all these, these MPs, or first-time MPs, all these elected MPs who are first-time going to the House of Commons and they are not going to rock the boat at all on policy. So they will they'll follow the, they'll take the whip and they'll follow the whip and they will do what they're told. Yeah. And that means that Johnson and his government have full reign to do whatever the fuck they want, which assuming they continue with land on what's been going on before, it's could be devastating for a lot of people. Yeah. Almost everyone. Not them. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much everyone. The vast majority. The bottom ninety percent basically. Yeah. But you know you never know. You never know. Maybe they will Brexit will be obviously Brexit now has to be we have to actually do the withdrawal agreement and then we've got two years of negotiating the future relationship which is the actual difficult part that's where the future set out along the guidelines in the withdrawal agreement but it's not over it's just no. the discussion will now just be pushed onto a back burner because to the most people Brexit's done we're leaving you figure out the details yeah guys. you work yeah, it out yeah so we did our bit, but it's going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got you in. Yeah, you deal with the mess. Scra- you scratch your back, yeah. you scratch our... Yeah. You've said you can make a purple rainbow. Go you've said it. One. It's happening. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to make it happen, yeah? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I would also agree that's the worst thing in 2019. I will pick something else if you want to move on. Yeah, you can pick something else if you want to. No, yeah, yeah. If you, want, if you want to move on from the election, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, like, no, what would your worst thing of 2019 be? Mine seems extremely vapid compared to your comparison of 2019. You stub your toe or something? No. I kind of hate fashion to like, such an excessive amount now in 2019. What? In what sense? Male, female? Just yeah. everything. Just all, all this thing. Because there's so much conversation right now about like what is and isn't for one person or another. There's a lot of like gender splitting going on, a lot oh, of things like that. Unsplitting. Unsplitting going on, yeah. a lot of that kind of going on. And then there's like this whole, it's kind of like the same with like the whole mental health argument. It's essentially just representations 
of those things being pushed as the mainstream representation of those things. So like with the whole uh, gender fluid situation in clothing, all of that clothing looks exactly the same. But also, all is advertised as being very kind of down the line of effeminate. And Absolutely. yet you look at it and go, well, that's not everything, but that's still the mainstream view of it. So are we talking about androgynous clothing? No, not particularly. Yeah, I'm confused. So, so, but this is the thing, this is the confusion. This is what annoys me, it's, it's advertising and fashion. I mean, I have advertising as a major gripe anyway. But like fashion this year has pushed such a big push into your face of this is this is how you should dress now. This is a new if you're dressing any other way, you're basically hating people. It's Facebook, it's magazines. I, I, I don't <laughs> I don't consume Facebook. You consume any social media? Barely. I have the works Instagram, the work as the company I work for, yep. their Instagram on my phone. I very rarely log into Facebook. Much of the chagrin of my friends try to get context me by it, and I think that's it. I have no Twitter, I have no TikTok, I have no. You've just gone back on Reddit. Just gone back. And I have that. See, I think that's Reddit is social media. It's, it's less so. I think it has a social media component, but it's, 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 it's not you, is it? It's not about the, the individual. The I don't go on Reddit to talk to other Redditors. Yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't go on Reddit to interact with other people. I go on to look at what they're putting out in the world, yeah. but it's not about them, it's about the thing they found. I suppose Reddit's more of a community, has community rules, doesn't it? Yes. And it's also self-policed, whereas social media isn't. Yeah. You, know, you can act how you like, and then you might get slap on the wrist. Or... It's probably even less about fashion, it's probably just more advertising. Advertising seems to have got more hardcore with how it's targeting people. Are you just? Are you maybe just noticing this because it's... This particular type of advertising, or what they're advertising to you, disagree with. Therefore, you're seeing more. No, because it's it's one of these things that I think it's just more because social media is targeted and advertising is targeted. It's just gotten more. I don't know, splitting with the way it's advertised, and because the way social media platforms work is by generating controversy to get clicks and likes and blah blah blah. That's that's all media. Yeah, they're pushing it down that line. So it's like. Advertising back way back when was seen as something which is like, oh, you know, bring people in, convince them our product's good, and that kind of thing. Instead, now it's got this whole twist of bring people in and then tell them that they're they're evil if they don't do it. Sort of thing. So how has how I'm interested because how how has an advert in your mind made you feel that you're wrong by not capitulating with the advert by telling me I'm wrong? Well, there's there's been adverts which are along the lines of. Um, it's just that it's not even like it's physically telling you you're wrong it's more along the lines of this is this is it this is the new this is this is everything now you know throw everything else out because this is it and you're like well it's not that's like a real minute thing Mm -hmm. but because that's pushed as the it anything else is seen as bad yeah maybe I think you might just be too sensitive to it. I think like advertising's always been that. Advertising like, just crushes me every time. Because cause no, no one ever turns around and, and makes a beer advert, for example, and goes, well, our beer's just as good as the other beer over there. It's like, I mean, it's a bit, it's kind of the same, but it's a bit different, and like, just try it, mate. Like, no one does that. They go, we've got a great beer, drink our beer. And they don't, they don't think about anything else. They're, they're not telling you everything else is wrong. They're just telling you that their thing is great. I think it's just that cocky kind of advertising. I think Apple does it like a shitload. There's that one which was like where there was that kid with the iPad in like his garden, and she was like, "Oh, you playing with your laptop?" And he's like, "What the fuck's a laptop?" And it's that it's that kind of edge of you, you're trying so hard to put yourself above what was before, rather than actually trying to encourage people to use that, the product. That is, that is, that's that's my say smart advertising because they're basically trying to promote the idea that Apple products, laptops. Uh, laptops are obsolete, app products are next, or now, or future. So you don't need a laptop, you should have an iPad, because it's better. That's the message. And it's also, yeah. they're doing... The message. You disagree with the message, <laughs> which is which is why well, it's... Well, no, because I have an iPad. What, what Apple do is, Apple, <laughs> Apple are very smart in the way that they, they brand their yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, you call this a podcast, right? 
you call it a podcast because Apple invented the phrase podcast because it was a cast to an iPod yeah. via iTunes. And that's why you call it a podcast. Yeah. It's not... That I, I remember having this conversation with a guy in college who was like, he bought an iPod right. to listen to podcasts. Okay. And he was like, well, you have to have an iPod to listen to podcasts. I was like, no, you don't. They're just MP3 files. He's like, no, they're not. They're special. They only work on Apple products. I was like, no, no. Well, that's advertising right there. But, this yeah. is, but this, that's what they do. In the same way that everyone calls a tablet, an iPad. Despite the fact that I say I said it earlier when my dad was playing on his iPad during Christmas, yeah, it wasn't. An iPad. It's a Samsung tablet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my mum's got a, a again Samsung. Yeah, Samsung. yeah and well, they both call it an it's iPad. A, it's changing the lexicon, yeah. isn't it? It's now Uber is always the answer. Exactly. It's yeah. always the example I go to now. You don't get a new, don't get a taxi anymore. You get an Uber. Yeah. Even if you don't get an Uber. Taxi. But there's no Uber in my city. I reckon so, you would yeah. probably have said Uber. I said get a cab. Get a cab. Why is it get a cab? Yeah. I very rarely say Uber. But we don't have Uber. Unless I'm referring to someone specifically who has the Uber app and I'm like, we can get in that Uber. Yeah, yeah which is like on Sundays when we go to quiz, it's, it's like getting Uber. That's, that's, it's just, it's that's totally me being changed because I would normally have said, previously have said, you're getting that taxi. Because now even I'm going, oh yeah. But, but it's classic. It's classic. It's, it's like, grab the Hoover. It's not Uber. Yeah. It's a vacuum. Vacuum. Great. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, pass me the solitaire. Well, no, that's sticky black plastic like that, is it? It's the, but it's like, it, it just is what you do. Um, it's just advertising and conflict advertising. Yeah. yeah. I, but again, I would, I would probably agree with you in the sense that if you think it has increased this year, as in the, the divisiveness of it, and that's yeah. just a reflection of society, go back to the election, how divisive the two sides yeah. were. It's like, well, with us or against us. And it's the same with advertising. It's like, well, you're in our product or you're yeah. not in our product. And it's the same with every headline that you get. What was the thing I was getting annoyed by yesterday? I can't remember what it was. It's hard to narrow down. Okay, I'll buy a lot of things. Um, We're generally disgruntled people. <laughs> That's a personality type. was, so I've got a different example. There was, there was a thing on Twitter the other day where um, someone had interviewed Stormzy. Right. And they'd said, is there racism in the UK? And he said, yes, 100%. Okay, that was his answer, right? That yeah. was his answer, which makes sense. Is there racism in the UK? Yes, 100% there's racism in the UK. Yeah. Then ITV put a headline out saying Stormzy says the UK is 100% racist. And it's like... <laughs> I know, I remember the thing, it was the Monzo thing, you were getting pissed off there's like a headline which is like someone did something Monzo bad. That was it. Yeah, yeah. that was it. that was it. So Monzo cards, you know mm-hmm. Monzo card is. Um, like Monzo, if anyone doesn't know, listen to the podcast. Um, I didn't know. Monzo card is like an alternative bank where you put it's your money in. Bank. Yeah, it's an online bank, and you put your money in every month, and then you can track your spending. It comes up on an app, mm-hmm. and it'll go, "Oh, you spent fifty quid on fashion this week. You've that's into your budget of two hundred for the month, or you spent twenty eight pounds on McDonald's in the last hour. Yeah. Slow down, bro. You know, it, 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 it lets you know what to do. But yeah, what was the headline? Something along the lines of. Monzo CEO, something, something, catastrophic decision, or something like that. And it basically, the headline made it seem like the CEO of Monzo had just made an incredibly, it was like the worst decision of my life, or something like that. And it was just, he just made the worst decision. It was did, like, it, did it infer that it was... The, yeah, in the company, the company was going to suffer for. Yes, right? there's it a wasn't huge a personal. It wasn't a personal yeah. thing. Right. There's a huge issue with Monzo. Um, like, oh my god, shit's going to go down. If you got your money in Monzo, start panicking right now. And then you click, and it's like four sentences and a video, and just explaining that. Yeah, well, when I was uh, in college with a couple of the guys, um, we were about to start the Monzo thing, and they were like, "Do you want to invest in it?" And I was like, 50 50 Yeah, I'm in. If I hadn't invested, that would have been the worst decision of my life. And you're like... Yeah, you've been walking around the park to get to that conclusion. It's, it's like, how were you allowed to put this headline out like this? It's like, brutal. Mm. It, and, and it goes back to the advertising with these things, and it's kind of like, everything's along that line, because everything's black or white. I think it's worse as well, because it it's on everything. Well, yeah. Like, literally... On it, it's like, it's like that Futurama thing where they're like adverts in your dreams. Yeah. It's like sure they're on billboards and cups and everywhere else, but never in your dreams. Your dreams are sacred. <laughs> it's like now they're basically in your dreams. 
they're, they're basically because like every app you, you open on your phone advertises to you even if it's not something which meant to advertise to you at some point there will be an advert version within that phone and it's like okay and then even your phone you buy a handset and the handset starts advertising to you as soon as you open it up it's like this isn't just a phone anymore this is just adverts in my hand mm-hmm. I can never use it as a phone but I'm always being advertised to. yeah yeah so you see like 100% more this year no it's, it is something I, I picked up on that um, I just it's the constant I, I so I use like apps on my phone like a lot of games and things like that yeah. and yeah it's advert fatigue you get just throughout your day yeah well I'm, I ignore it now like, I'm, I'm, I so just don't notice these things especially when you yeah there's crappy games where it's like um, move closer to the microphone so I, there's a lot of stuff which like I can tune out now there's, I mean advertising I don't think anyone can tune it out you are susceptible to it and that's yeah. just life and anyone that says they're not is lying um, but it's like those games on your phone which they're just the aim of the app is just to keep you playing to serve you ads. That's it. There's no progress to Yeah, it. it's to make money for the people yeah. who have developed and so by getting ad sponsorship. When you get into it, it's like, finish the level, okay, wait five seconds, close the mm-hmm. ad, click next, oh, I've got a box, open the box, watch an ad to close the box, but I can skip after 10 seconds. Absolutely. Don't know what they so are. So I downloaded this little game yesterday whilst I was sat with my family at Christmas, and it was like... The game is like got some pretty little graphics, and it's a little man who runs across the screen with a gun, and then he jumps around and he has to press the screen at the right time to shoot the guys as the laser points him. Okay. Yeah. Level the level last is called like Barry Gunman or something. Uh, yeah, I think I've actually played it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Look, cool little advertising thing. Looks yeah. cool. I'm like, okay, it's cool. Yeah. Couple of levels. Yeah. Yeah. Press gun, shoot. Brilliant. And each level is about fifteen seconds long, and there's an advert after every one. Mm-hmm. Then there's the shop. Mm-hmm. Watch this advert to get this gun. There's yeah. about 1,700 guns in it. And then I, you realise that this is not... It looks cool, it's a little development, nice animation, but it's just there to serve you mm-hmm. yeah. The whole thing is designed for that. It's not. There's nothing innovative. There's no game, you know, um, the people level, trying to express you know, themselves or the yeah. trying to develop new techniques or anything. The levels don't end either. They just keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. And it's just... Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's insidious. Absolutely insidious. It's ingrained now. Um, which could be to a question, actually. Like, how much would you pay to have your phone ad-free, for example? Or would you pay to have, like, certain hours of the day ad-free if there was a service for that? Or phone subscriptions came with that? Or, I you know, know. You, could, you could maybe get a what do you call it, a contract, but you can have it £20 more for ad-free content, just as a, as a hypothetical. I reckon I reckon the price of Prime, Amazon Prime, 80 quid a year, not something 9 I think that's a... If, if like someone said to me, 80 quid a year, and you any apps you download from the App Store, the, the iPhone, Apple App Store, they're going to be guaranteed to not serve you those shitty ads. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I really consider doing that. Really would. I don't mind social advertising because obviously I'm in social advertising. I do digital. Yeah. I do social media marketing. That, that's a lot different to like. Yes, it's vastly, yeah, vastly yeah, and because it's part of the inbuilt feed. It's not yeah. disruptive. Like you, you scroll past an, an extra picture on Instagram of like some nice speakers. Oh, mm-hmm. no, that's the end of the world is it? You know, and it's all it's all integrated in the way that those apps actually work. Yeah. Whereas it's that disruptive advertising that I want to get rid of. Yeah. yeah. If someone said you could have you would not have that on your web browser, on your phone, whatever, eighty quid a year, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I might do the same to be honest. It has to be obviously that the price would if it was eighty quid maybe. If it was more double twice, three times as much as that, probably not. Probably not. No. But it's like you know how you want log onto every website nowadays and it's like date it protection, is, okay, accept, yeah. change this. It is it's now getting to a point where I think people's brains are now starting to get, they get it, it, angry. I mean, it is literally the worst I, thing. I wonder how many people would go, you know what, fuck it, I, I actually want to repeal this just so my browsing isn't so incredibly well, interrupted. It's confusing. So it's like I, if I go onto any site and it tells me off using Adblocker, I leave the website. It's like, oh, please turn off Adblocker. I'm like, no. Adblocker's slightly different because I think some some sort Adblocker is a little bit more, a little bit less, a little bit less annoying. Ad blocking is the cookie stuff. 
It's the notification it's, which gets me. This website was like saying notification. Protection is like, by the way, we are now, for by law, yeah, yeah. top stories to tell you that we use these tracking cookies. Do you want to but accept it's also like, the extra ones or just the normal ones? It's how many times you have to allow that in everything that you do. Sometimes you go back to the same website in the same browsing session and it's it again. And the same browser on the same device. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Imja. Imja yeah. is the, the worst. worst thing for it. So, like, is that Imja? Imgur, Imgur, I don't know. It's really image, 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 uh, funny picture, except gun, cold, slow. Next one, three scrolls, click, go to him, and it asks you again. You're just like, oh, Quancast, you can go away. This I is feel like it, to get under free, I'd need the price to be real low. Like, really low. Just because it would annoy me if it was higher. Like, as much as I hate adverts, I'm very much along the lines of, if, it was, if we looked into one, they're like, that's like, £100 a year, you don't see any adverts. I'm like, cool. Bunch of people can't afford that hundred pound a year. Therefore, this should just be a tenner a year. This should be like yeah. A but then that, who's who's that money going? Well, it's, 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 it's like I'm basically saying, would you would you pay to have adverts removed permanently from your device? Yes or no? And I think the, if the answer is yes, then obviously you have to yeah. how much is it worth? Then you get into the actual economics of it. It's like yeah. well, that money then has to go back to people who are getting <laughs> subsidised by advertising. Yeah. Etc. Who gets the who gets the money? Who pay you? I mean that the system basically exists <laughs> now anyway, because that's the whole thing with YouTube. If you get YouTube Pro, you get less ads, and you're like, you, you're paying to get rid of adverts. Now. Yeah, absolutely. I you mean, don't actually get anything. Have you, have you, have you, you paid for a no. YouTube no. Premium no. or uh, the adverts on YouTube? Don't have we got any apps you pay premium for? There's a couple of stop adverts. Uh, yes, there's a couple of photo editing apps on my phone which I use, which I quite like, yeah. and to go. Ad free was like one ninety nine, and you got an extra thirty filters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I've done it on games before when I used to enjoy um, things like uh, Crossy Road and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I used to play yeah. a lot of it, and it was like nine IP removed. I bet you Candy Crush probably made a killing out of that. As well. Yeah, ad free Candy Crush yeah. is probably massive. Well, what what hurt, what what annoys me the most is usability and how how it's gone and it's just like it's gone. Mm. Like so, I've just gone on Reddit now and I've clicked on the top article on like our politics, cbsnews.com, mm. clicked it. It's come up straight away. Do you want to accept cookies? And I click accept cookies, and then it's like, oh, do you want to view the CBS News in the CBS News app, which you definitely don't have, or do you want to switch to Safari, which you're already in? So I'm going to continue in Safari. And then I've got a little thing here at the bottom that says manage cookies. And then it's kind of, oh, there's an ad straight away. And I've got to click read more. And then it's just... And that's a Reddit, that's, that's a Reddit post. It's just oh, it's, no, it's not a Reddit post. It's like, this is... A, it's oh, that's a link to CBS. Yeah, right. CBS, yeah. yeah. And like, I, I know I can go to the next one now. And I know I can keep scrolling and find another article mm. almost straight away. And just be kind of like, all right, couriergournal.com, click that. Oh, well, I've got USA Today's European Union experience mm. here because... Uh, you know, you can't get the US site anymore, so we're in the European Union experience. And then it hasn't given me a pop-up, and that's quite that's quite actually it's a good example of something which is just a clean article. What? So I know you have a big, big beef with, um, I can never remember what you call it. It's you say today. Limiting bandwidth, you know, you have to get the Netflix yeah, package. Ne- Netflix Netflix yeah. What happens if this was, if this was tagged onto an a, a internet, internet service provider or... Um, mobile phone carrier network package. Um, so if your virtual internet was £45 a month for the top package, £25 uh, extra example price. So yeah. Add free on all your browsing on all your appliances. So phone, tablet, not iPad, tablet, phone, tablet, computer, Xbox, etc. etc. Et if the ISP was given the ability to block it. Use a fresh glass I can't remember which one was mine, I I think it would have to be at the point of access, not through your ISP, to be fair. Because we've talked about it. Point of access? As in on your device. So, a browser. Almost like a VPN. So, like, 
Right. You would you install you would have to install like a VPN or like a global ad blocker or something like that, which you pay for, which allows this to happen. And what happened if this service was now being run by Amazon? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, plenty of beef with how big Amazon are, yeah. um, so it would be yeah frustrating that if Amazon were the biggest provider of it, um, probably equally frustrating if Google were the biggest provider of it. And, mm-hmm. But I don't think either of those could benefit from owning no. that service. Surely, surely could. Millions of people worldwide use Chrome. You know, don't want to think they want to take twenty-five quid and put it in their pocket and then and screw over the advertisers. Sure, but they make way more from advertising. Yeah, millions of advertisers. Google way is more. the biggest internet advertiser, yeah. hands down. What? Mm. You know, they have like what seventy percent. You get on the rubble now, then it's like, okay, what happens if Google's the service Google Chrome gives you for twenty quid a year only allows adverts that are not intrusive or. Yeah. Don't interrupt your browsing. Yeah. Through, through, yeah. I mean, it, it, but then again, that's the point of access because you have a choice in browsing, mm-hmm. you have a choice in whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't think you do through your SP. I think that breaks net neutrality, and I think that's yeah. Neutrality, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of net neutrality. And, you know, we've had this argument with a friend uh, who works for a mobile phone carrier who they've just launched a new package with something, something. Oh, but you don't you don't use any data. <laughs> Buddy. Um, you don't use any data when you're using Spotify or Apple Music on after. It's like, well, no, that's, that's the Virgin. Um, that's a that's a bad thing. What was that? Mm-hmm. Thing? That, that package. It's like for twenty quid a month, and it was like, un, and so it's twenty quid a month for a certain amount of data, uninstant calls, uninstant text, and all social media bandwidth. Right. Use of that. All social media. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that was free. So maybe right. you're using Facebook you're not being charged right. or eating into your data okay. then you switch to Reddit and you're using your data. Right, okay. So it encourages Because that's not one of the nominated yeah. social networks. Yeah. yeah. It's false again. Yeah. yeah, and the same as like you, there was the the like teen music package where it was like, oh, cool, you use Spotify or Apple Music, you don't <clears throat> you use data. Yeah. It's all free. It's like, okay, cool, well, I don't use Deezer or I use Amazon Music. Why well, you got paid for that? Sorry. Sorry. Um, you know, and I, I had this argument with the, with the guy and it was kind of like, you can't do that. And he's like, yeah, but it's a good thing. I was like, it's a good thing right now. It's a good thing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they sign an exclusive deal with Amazon, sign an exclusive deal with Amazon, yeah. and then they go, okay, cool, well, yeah, so your Amazon traffic, that's uh, that's free. That's yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't go off at all. But your Netflix traffic, however, yeah. so you've got to have the Netflix yeah, like, package. On, on, like, in itself, it's a, it's a good thing. However, your argument, which I agree with, and once you, once you kind of, Laid out for me was that once you normalise this, that's where the problems start. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. by by allowing this stuff now in isolated moments, it allows the whole industry to go. You know what? Actually, people yeah. are actually not clicking what's happening here, so let's all go for it. Yeah, and then the neutrality gets broken, and we're fucked. Yes, ruining the good things. Exactly. Seems yeah. we've griped on half an hour of bad things. We should probably move on to the good things. I just want to say, I thought my bad thing. We don't have to touch on it too long. But I, my worst thing this year, I haven't even seen yet, is the new Star Wars movie. Making it I mean, it's Star Wars, it's terrible. Yeah. So. We can move straight past that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going on bad things around movies, do you want to talk about the discourse around the Joker movie? Oh, no. Great film. No, we're not going into that. I enjoyed that. But there was a lot of shitty discourse around that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's, that's a podcast in itself. That, yeah, is yeah, yeah. that, that was, was that was a good movie. Though, yeah. Yeah. It was a good film. Yeah. Okay. So 2019, man. What was the best thing in 2019? I literally don't think I got. If you see, there's nothing good. No, I'm leaning to something. Because, but, but you know what my favourite thing of 2019 was? What? Xbox Game Pass. That's a really good one. I thought you were going to say something like your new lens. <laughs> no, no, no. My new lens is pretty good. But no, Game Pass has been. So good this year yeah, on Xbox, and it really yeah. gives me faith in Microsoft into the next generation of consoles and coming out of the monolith. Well, it's, it's, it's gaming, the gaming world, which is bigger than most industries, you know, with it's officially bigger, maybe though. the exception it's of the entertainment industry now. Is it definitely being Hollywood? It now? sells more than any, any other industry. It's kind of catching up to. A delivery model and a and a service model and a and a consumer first service model. There's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of companies out there who don't have that. We obviously know that through microtransactions and you know shovelware and all this kind of like um, 
you know, pre-order your game from Walmart and you get this one character extra and it's the only place to get it ever without paying 20 quid extra for your game. And all the stuff. Oh, but that stuff is so... It's targeted at such a small amount of people. It, it is. I mean, yeah, the people who go for that, it's just... That's just Walmart going, we'll pay you this to create this and then we yeah. get an exclusive so we can buy from us. Like, I don't think that's particularly bad. It's, it's just, not the end of the world, but it's like... It's that... There's, there's a... We have... There's the Star Wars... Again, Je- what's the... Fallen Jedi. No, 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 Jedi. no, no. What was the Jedi. 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 something Jedi. It's a Jedi they bought out. Uh, Battlefront, was it? Battlefront 2. Battlefront, Battlefront, Battlefront 2. <laughs> it was kind of like... Um, and it, 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 all the microtransactions were there. Were that, like, that was the one that kicked it off. That's they kicked it off. Yeah, they just had the, the, so the, bad. They had the, obviously the legal challenge in Belgium, and they've now banned loot boxes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, but, and that's very true. Loot boxes are dumb, yeah, yeah. and they are potentially spending millions of pounds of unwitting parents' money, mm. but they're dumb for having their cards assigned to their kids' console, which is in there and they never actually check on. That's just bad security and bad just finance. Bad, yeah. bad parenting. Well, yeah. Bad parenting with bad finance, bad control. But if you don't know what devices you can't yeah. to nowadays, you're shame on you. The loot box. If you're the person who goes and buys all this money and has all this spare over income and spends it on a loot box, that's your choice, man. Of course it is, as long as it's cosmetic. Pay to, pay to win, yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. A, 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 a big time is nothing more than that. Yeah, I've got, I've got no beef with uh, cosmetic loot boxes at all. Like, that's, that's what you, if you want to do that, you do that. I mean, I play quite a lot of play on this battleground, and like, the loot boxes on there are all cosmetic. There's no advantage oh, to the game. Oh, sorry, I jumped the gun, because obviously the Battlefront 2 thing was that there was better stuff in the loot boxes. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. and that's it was really also good. like, you, you stopped sorry. earning points after a certain amount of gameplay because you were earning them too fast, and the, there was yeah. a whole yeah. pile of trash either way the thing I love about Game Pass is <laughs> we managed to turn a nice but like I just I'm really happy that they've, they've developed this kind of Netflixing model with yeah. it you know the fact that they're committed to putting their first party games on there the fact that it's also working really really well for studios as well you yeah. know the amount of kind of we've, we've been sat talking about Untitled Goose Game for like the last um, kind of before we came on the podcast, yeah. and it's like the fact that, that that game is hugely hyped at the moment, it came out of nowhere, hugely hyped on PC and, and Switch, it came out first. Yeah, I um, so. and then when well, it's jumping onto PS4 and Xbox One, they had the confidence in the model to put it straight on Game Pass yeah. on the Xbox, and it's like. I'm glad it's working out for everyone. It's working out for me. It's working out great for me. I've played loads of games this year I wouldn't have played if it, if I had to purchase them. And, you know, me just paying my, what, twelve ninety nine a month is it, which includes my gold, my uh, Game Pass, and my Game Pass PC, which I haven't used, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think it definitely definitely synergizes with how I find that I play games nowadays. I've noticed myself playing games in a different way in the last couple of years. Is where I used to come home and I'd play the same game for three hours a night, four hours a night, yeah. four days four days a week until I finished it or until I got super bored of it. Yeah. And I do that for a couple of weeks, a month or so. Whereas uh, whereas now I do tend to flick and change and not finish things and play things for a couple of hours and never come back to it. And Game Pass is great for that and that because it's yeah. more it's more an, e- an evening entertainment than it is a whole they had a group like game session they, your session can now spread across four games because you've got 200 to choose from yeah. you don't have to sit there and play the same game for what can be bored yeah sure and like it, it's made me kind of it's probably made me a little bit of a like a worse person with, with it if I'm not enjoying the game straight away I'll suck it off made you more fickle yeah a little bit more fickle yeah. and I where before if I'd have taken the chance on the game and purchased it in a sale or whatever I'd have played it for a lot longer mm-hmm. um just you know, before I gave up on it, um, but it's also let me discover games that I wouldn't have played before. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have the confidence to buy, or like mm-hmm. the confidence in the products or whatever to buy. So yeah, yeah, okay. cool. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Those things as a as a structured service, and don't get me wrong, the Xbox library. Mm-hmm. So not to sound like an advert for Microsoft, it could be better. We know in terms of exclusives this this year or the last like this generation, Sony has had more desirable exclusives. 
especially for some of my tastes as well, like, you know, not even just the AAAs like Last of Us or Horizon or anything like that, but even some of the indie titles that Chris Gay talks about with us, it's kind of like, oh, crap, yeah, I can't play that for another eight, nine months on Xbox. But then again, do I have to worry about it? Because it'll probably come to Game Pass eventually. And it's just, I'll play it when I get around to it. Which is fine, that's a good way to be. You know? Yeah. Like, play when you play what's available now, and you can wait for that stuff to turn up. Right. Well, I've, I've got tremendous value out of it, and I think the way it works as a service is pretty flawless. Good. Um, yeah. yeah, and I was happy with that as, a, as, a, as the way the industry's going. Good. So that was from Microsoft, Ollie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, with a little time to prepare, well, those times prepare, but I mean, I'm going to prepare, and recency <laughs> bias. My favourite thing this year has happened offline, and it's been consistently fun, and it's going to the pub quiz. All right. Well, yeah, I have social commentary, social community activities. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, I'm part of this pub quiz, and I thoroughly enjoyed the pub quiz. Yeah. We, it wasn't good enough to make it top 25. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think still in your pants on the safe play in Games Pass is yeah. probably always going to top the pub quiz. Okay. However, oh, yeah. as a getting away from the sofa, yeah. and... Just going to the not even a local pub. We have to get a cab to get there. Oh, we actually have to get a cab, or we have to get an Uber. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Martin, Martin, Martin. Ruined it. Yeah. You ruined it. You ruined it. Um, yeah, I, I've yeah. really, really enjoyed it. I genuinely look forward to it mm-hmm. week on week. And um, things it wraps up things. I I fucking love playing games. Like whether that be computer games, board games, you know, just. I spy, quiz is a game, they have this other thing in the in the quiz which is, I'm not going to name the pub because they do this illegal gambling thing <laughs> called <laughs> Sticky 13s and it's like a card game, like, it's basically bingo with cards, yeah. you, play, you pay a quiz, put it into the pot and then he, the announcer reads out the cards as he draws them from the pack and when you he reads out all the numbers of all the cards that you have in your pack. You, have, you should make a shout, and then if you're the first person to do it, you win the pot of money yeah. minus the thing they, the amount they put in, a percentage or whatever, into the grand prize thing, which you can win. And when we went, the grand prize is like two hundred. Oh, when we started going to the pot, was yeah, two hundred. Yeah, and obviously it was one. They start again, they start. But the whole experience, even though the pub is bang average, we the food is below average. But the food is. Distinctly, yeah. And then the drinks are fine, but they've got their own brewery, so some of the some of the beers it's cheap, and it's just it. We were there for about two and a half hours. It's not for Bridget as well. Yeah, I mean, you're slipping into that negative problem. Yeah. No, no, fine. next over there. We've still been every week for the last seven weeks, yeah. <laughs> and it's just something to look forward to. And it's actually because we want to win it one day. Mm-hmm. I think we'll keep going, really, realistically, it, it was... in some form or another, because it's been like different. Makeups of the team, different people have been, not everyone's gone every week. So it's also a social point where, you know, every week we know we're going to the quiz, so you can always go and there will always be some people there who you are, who part of your friendship group. Mm. So you can have like a little community thing there. And I imagine as we get more, we get to know the staff, there's that, there's that, there's that. It builds like a community event, even though they're not part of the local community, but. Yeah, we're not pub regulars. It's the pub community. We're quiz regulars. Yeah. Yeah. I just really enjoyed it. No, I, I have to. Like, yeah. I genuinely have to. Like, it, it's been a nice kind of like bookend to the week, mm-hmm. every week, and it's kind of sets me up for that kind of trudge to work on a Monday mm-hmm. morning kind of thing. Um, yeah, no, I, I fully enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I, I like that the quiz is quite hard as well. I like that it's not... Yeah, it's challenging. Well, what triggered us off was we went to... What were we out for? We were out for the birthday. We went, yeah, to, so we went to a local bars quiz and it was... Bad. Bad. Right. It was poor. Yeah, it was the same questions. Yeah, they were all based around one single topic as well. And it didn't help that we didn't know nothing about the topic. It was Friday night dinner was the topic. Which mm-hmm. is that Channel 4 show. Yeah, no clue. None of us never watched yeah. it. Luckily, a couple of the things were linked to the in-betweeners, which we'd seen, and we were like, okay, cool, because all the kids is in it, sweet. Yeah. And then it was, it was just bad. Right. Delivered badly, questions were bad. It was bad. So we were like, okay, let's look for a better So yeah, we sat down the week after, we were like, let's look for another, let's look for a good quiz, and we Googled it, and we just went to the first one that was recommended, and it was on the night that we were both off, and we went, and... We did walk to the front pub first, though. Yeah, we uh, the, the first time. 
there's two pubs with very similar names in the in the city, okay. and we were like, oh, it's going to be the first one. That's just that's just the shortened name for the for the uh, no, no, it's just the wrong. Yeah, and it's just been really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going again. Not this week, week after. Do you think it'll, it'll change in 2020? Like to encourage you to do more types of those. Well, this is obviously a beat on to the idea. Like, yeah, would you would you reach? Maybe you should go and join that local climbing club or yeah, yeah, yeah. get into cycling and go to the cyclist meet. I don't actually want to do that shit because yeah. this combines two things I enjoy, three things I enjoy. Yeah, cheering my mates. Drinking and playing a game, but I don't have to run around or yeah. you know exercise. Like More stuff like that. I'm not sure. Exercise, yeah. I mean, you've, you've it's got, like, free as well. It's free. You don't pay to enter. You don't pay to enter. That's unusual for a book No, they just they don't pay to enter. They just you just. Buy it's just busy. It's like busy, so they just obviously make money off. Well, I mean, this, this Sunday was stupidly busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, last couple of weeks have been medium yeah whereas this summer there was like 20 teams i think there was the pub's not even that big yeah it's like maybe four times the size of my living room total as like maybe a bit bigger bigger than that dude. six times ten times especially you're about ten times it's not that big ten times this, this <laughs> area here that's about the How size of the side area where we where we used to sit and then you probably get three of them across from the wall to the end of the bar. And then at the back, he's about the same. So oh, six, okay, seven, okay, I'm going to go with eight times. Eight times, yeah, okay. eight. About eight times the size of my friend. It's not ten. Eight now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not like it is. It was also nice when it was so busy last week when people were struggling to get seats. People were bringing outside mm, furniture in the yeah. rear garden uh, to bring it in to get a seat. It was like, no one was like... No one had a breakdown, no one had a go at the people, because everyone was there to do oh, a quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone was there to do a quiz. The, the staff didn't care that you were bringing stools in from the garden. Yeah. And they didn't care that we'd stolen a reserved um, table by lying to it, some people that had taken on it, and then told them to take hours, and everyone moved around, and everyone was happy. And, like, it was kind of like, it was good. It was a good atmosphere. No, at no point did it feel aggy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a nice one. Yeah, Compared to sitting at home on the Xbox. Well, that has a place. Yeah, I was, yeah, both of them have a place. So you're not going to want to do that all night. the time, forever, depending on who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, fair enough. What's your best thing in 2019? I don't know. So I originally had a thought, and I didn't realise I didn't want to pick a product. You can pick a product. I don't want to pick a product. Okay. I don't want that to be the best thing of a year. Us. No. It's not even an Xbox. Because <laughs> <laughs> originally I was thinking Google Maps. Because I use Google Maps, like an absolute pile. Oh, right, okay. Like an absolute pile, but it blends into the things I think should be the thing, which was because um, I go, went traveling a couple of times this year, and the idea of doing solo travel was my best thing in 2019. Okay, cool. And just that whole idea of because being single, you generally you go to places with people, but I tried to go on my own. And I went to Canada this year for like two weeks. Yeah. Went out to London to see some gigs on my own, and it was just that whole. That whole thing is solo travel. Uh, but I use Google Maps a lot when I'm doing it, so it's kind of... Okay. Yeah. Something I've never really got the balls to go and do in my own, really. Yeah. Single travel, solo travel. It's something which I'm recommending more and more to people. Mm. Like, because it seems like a big thing, but thanks to stuff like Google Maps and technology we have, it is no longer, like, a completely threatening thing. Because I, I use it to get around cities by having headphone in, in my pocket, set where I want to go and then I'm just walking along the street with music on and then I get a direction in my ear about where I am and how I'm going so you've got that full security even though you don't go on there so you don't feel lost you don't feel scared or anything like that you just kind of go and do it and then you get Seymour mm. it's just a completely different experience to going with friends or partner or anything like that like even friends I have who are in relationships I said that they should go on solo trips go see something which only you want to see only you're interested in or you've got like a curiosity about Oh, that's a good one. It's a good recommendation. Thanks again. Solo travel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, there's two types of solo travel in my head. Okay. There's like the type you did, yeah. which was you went to Canada, you mapped out where you wanted to see, yeah. you had yourself a route, and you were kind of like, okay, this is what I want to see, these are the cities I'm in, this is where I'm staying. All good, vaguely planned for yeah. the most part, but you also, you were by yourself. 
Yeah. And you weren't relying on interaction with other people to enjoy that trip. Yeah. The kind of solo travel I don't think I would enjoy is the, yeah, well, I'm in a hostel here, and I'm just going to interact with these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got no yeah, money. Yeah. money, and I'm just going to interact with these people, and that's my holiday. Yeah. But I don't think I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm not a social butterfly. I'm yeah, not very good at meeting new people just joining a group who I don't know and going on an adventure like not for me I would definitely do what you did yeah. but you know there is very much a, a personal kind of achievement confidence building you know element to doing that it's like I do that on my own I'm, I feel better on myself I know like and my abilities can at least include and then perceive, you know maybe extend beyond that well, I took yeah. my first solo flight this year um, that was I was back from New York to, to, I'm from New York yeah. so even though I went to New York with a friend um, because we booked at different times we ended up on separate flights and we also had separate loyalty programs so I flew with Virgin she flew with BT 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 BA and it was kind of like we both met at Heathrow and then we just had separate terminals did our flights by side and I'm not saying this is even closer to travelling myself but it was kind of like it's probably the first time I haven't I've actually taken a flight with no one else who also knows the check-in time or which terminal mm. I should be at and who goes through security with you and mm. like all this kind of stuff and you're just like, yeah, that was, that was like a nice experience. I yeah. mean, it's a long old flight, but it's, it's a, it was a nice experience. It was very cathartic. Mm. And, like, you, do what you, you, do. you get your inside, inside your head with that kind of stuff, don't you? It's like, oh, I'm prepared. Or it's like, are we prepared? Have we got this? Have we got that? Mm. When you go on your own, it's all in your own way of organising yeah. So you, you don't wait you for anyone. You just do whatever. You yeah, do. you do, and you got also you got no one second guessing you, yeah. or you got no one saying, "Are you okay? Are you aware of what's going on? Do, I have yeah. to, do we have to? Yeah. Do we have to converse on this again? It's like, well, it's just on you. You know what you're doing. Essentially, every step. It's like cooking, isn't it? I hate cooking with someone else. Yes, yeah, like, like I I can cook. Right. I'll cook my way though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I just feel like before this last year, like I feel like you could have solo travelled, but there was a lot more risk doing it. Like it was a bigger push to yourself. Whereas like now, with the level of tech we have, uh, it's really I, not that. I would say that I think that would apply to the last four or five years. Yeah? Yeah, I think, you know, Google Maps, Uber, the fact that you've got communication tools in your pocket mm. that are, don't rely on cellular devices. So if I can get Wi-Fi, I can message any one of you in some way, mm. shape, or form. Like, I think the last three to four or five years, maybe, I think that's that's been relatively true, and then more yeah. and more true as, as the time goes on. Because it's just like, been refined. Yeah. 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 But do you even think there's reliance on those things maybe which you're less prepared for when you are unable to rely on them? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you if you did it enough and you had complete reliance on them, I think because nothing tends to go out all at once. Something so like if you were in a city you didn't know and you were using apps to order food and apps to get around and everything like that, you you get enough experience of dealing with those situations that you're like, right, if one of these things is down, I'll still actually be okay because there's a lot of muscle memory which goes into it. So you're like, okay, crap, my food outside, but I do know where I am because I've got maps to find locations, I know I can go to these places and that's less threatening to me now that I've interacted with a bunch of randoms than it was when I didn't even have like an inlet to get into that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you, you, you directions, you're like, no, actually I remember where I was. Even things like uh, mobile banking, so you go back to the Monzo card or whatever, if you were in, um, if you were in like the middle of the South America or whatever and you're trekking through and you get mugged, and someone takes your bank card, but they don't take your phone, and you can literally stop your card. Yeah. You've still got money, you've still got all your money there, but you just defend out your physical card. Now there's a way around it. Now there's a, okay, well I've still got money, I haven't been completely rinsed, I'm fine to go forward here with something else. There'll be an alternative way to do this, uh, in some way, shape or form. And even if you do get your phone next, and you need a map to get somewhere else, you are pretty certain you can find a internet-based device in some way, shape or form to get you to your next location. And there's a, there is, yeah, they say, ways and means of getting through most things. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get through things. Okay, so aiming at 2020, which will technically be in once this goes up, what, 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 what would you think is one of, what do you want to be the best thing out of 2020? What are you looking forward to? To round this out? Put you on the spot. I don't know, mate. 
I mean, we're pretty negative people. We're all looking at 2020 like it's going to be shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. <coughs> I mean, to, assuming that no one I work with will ever see this, I'd probably quite like to change job next year. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty bored. I, I'd I feel prob- like I've hit a ceiling. I would probably, probably second that to a point. Yeah. But... Just some personal development. I think some more diversity just in, yeah. in day-to-day. So which is why the quiz has been so nice. Yes. More diversity into your week. I think yeah. more weekly diversity would be nice, but you know, maybe that would come with a change of job structure or something. Yeah. I don't know if there's a bad thing staying for in 2020. Yeah. People yeah. say, well, New Year's resolution, I'm going to try yeah. five new things this year. Like, yeah. That kind of vein, but more just a few more things that change, change the flavour of week by week, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't hate my job. Yeah. I just feel like I've hit a ceiling, and I feel like I kind of do the same thing over and over again now. And whereas that's fine for some people, it's not for me. Yeah. I think I either need I either need a new job to give me new challenges, mm-hmm. or I need to open up that ceiling and start seeing what's above it, where I already am. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that's going to be important for me this year. Um, but yeah, like you say, it's more like a change of week to week, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like... I don't know if that come through employment change, but yeah, just but, but then again, something. It, it could be things like we just both agree to book off like the first Tuesday of every month and then we do something. Yeah, I mean, but that, that just sounds so much like kind of forcing it. It, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the quiz happened organically, if we're using that as an example. Well, we've talked about, um, what's that, Secret Cinema thing in London for, yeah. for Stranger Things. Like... Let's go do that. Let's just work it out. We're already booked up. We'll talk about that afterwards. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that's a good, that's a good message to round out with. Like, the amount of stuff we've been through, I feel like looking at 2020, it's, and part of it's just being open to the opportunities and, and trying to find opportunities instead of just looking at things like, yeah, I'm pretty stable. I can do whatever. Just expanding that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. is a fair point to end. Bring us around to an end. Go on. Essentially do more. Do more. <laughs> do more, do be more <laughs> diverse. <laughs> yeah, be more do diverse. Do, do more. Cool. Do more. Well, thanks, guys. No worries. No drama. I'm sure we'll see you in 2021. Yeah, we have a Boxing Day again. Do we do Christmas Eve last year? Christmas Eve. We do Christmas Eve last year. It's Boxing Day this year. New Year's Day next year. Probably not. It's always birthday and New Year's Day. Alright, we'll call that. We'll talk to you guys later.